from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, June 27th. I'm Marco Werman. An activist in Syria welcomes President Assad's admission that the country is now at war. I think it's better that he put it this way. At least people will know that he's at war against his own people. At least he's quite simple and clear about it at this stage. And later, how soccer brings out Europe's latent tribalism. We do these bizarre things like wear silly matching shirts or paint our faces in the colors of our national flag. And you can see that psychologically, we're, we're sort of indistinguishable from our tribe. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. Islamist forces linked to al-Qaeda are reported to have seized the key town of Gao in northern Mali. Residents of the town say Islamist fighters have taken over buildings occupied by Tuareg rebels, including their headquarters, and raised the black flag. Our West Africa correspondent, Tom Afesi, reports from neighbouring Senegal. Islamist combatants have once again taken the upper hand over their Tuareg-led counterparts in the vast northern region. After weeks of uneasy truce in Gao and the failure to build an alliance, MNLA Tuareg-led fighters have reportedly been driven out of the key northern town by militants who want to impose Sharia law. Heavy fighting broke out on Wednesday morning between the two rival groups. A doctor at a hospital in Gao said over the phone that most people killed and injured seemed to have been armed, but a number of civilians had also been caught in the fighting. Religious leaders in Nigeria have criticized President Goodluck Jonathan for hinting that he may introduce legislation on birth control. Muslim scholars in the north of the country said they would reject any future law that compelled families to limit their numbers of children. But Tonte Ibrahim, a family planning campaigner, said the government had to teach people the benefits of having fewer children. There is need for proper consultation with the traditional rulers and the religious leaders as well. People are very religious and we all believe that uh, children are gifts from God. So it's very important that religious leaders are properly sensitized to know that um, birth control or uh, child birth spacing is good for uh, national security as well and it also reduces uh, poverty. Two Russian companies have signed an agreement to try to exploit a platinum deposit in Zimbabwe. Darwindale Deposit, near the capital Harare, is thought to be one of the world's largest reserves of the precious metal. Russian media reports suggest the deal involves sending helicopter gunships to Zimbabwe. One of the companies involved is an arms exporter. Barclays Bank has been fined $452 million for misconduct by British and United States financial regulators. The bank has apologised for systematically misleading the authorities about key interest rate figures. The BBC's Robert Peston explains. Barclays has owned up to something simple and many would say shocking. For four years, between 2005 and 2009, it lied about the interest rate it was having to pay to borrow. It attempted to manipulate so-called benchmark interest rates to increase profits or minimise losses on big deals. The regulators also say Barclays understated the interest rate it was being forced by creditors to pay during the credit crunch to create the perception that it was seen as stronger than was the case. World News from the BBC. 
British politicians have hailed an historic handshake between Queen Elizabeth and a former IRA leader, Martin McGuinness. The Queen and Mr McGuinness, who is now Northern Ireland's Deputy First Minister, shook hands at a theatre in Belfast in one of the most potent symbols of reconciliation.